Notice with me, please, this morning, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. It says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. And I'm going to read also from the Amplified Version. It says this, the classic version says, The Father, from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. Now many, many know him as God, but we will never live the abundant life that he has designed for us, that he has destined for us until and unless we know him as father. See, God is not merely trying to relate to us by using a term that we understand. He's not saying, hey, okay, listen, if it will help you, you could think of me as kind of like a father-like figure in your life. No, the whole concept of fatherhood and family comes from him. The Bible itself is the story of a father and his family. The Amplified Bible says he is the first and ultimate father. He's a father to the fatherless. In Psalm 27, verse 10, the New Living Translation says, Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Praise the Lord. He has promised to love you forever with an unconditional love and to never leave you nor forsake you. Psalm 103, verse 13 says this in the Good News Translation, as a father is kind to his children, so the Lord is kind to those who honor him. That's from the Old Testament. How much more is that true for us in the new covenant? Amen? So it's important that you know God as your father. In John chapter 8, verse 19, we read this in the Passion Translation. It says, then they, the meaning the, the Jewish religious leaders, they asked... Just who is this father of yours? Where is he? Jesus answered, you wouldn't ask that question if you knew who I am or my father. For if you knew me, you would recognize my father too. If you know Jesus, you do know the father. Hallelujah. Jesus was sent by the father to do his father's will. And he came to reveal the father to us. He said to his disciples, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Not that Jesus and the father are the same person, but they are united. They are one in spirit. The New Testament records and this is according to my best calculations. The New Testament records 184 times that Jesus referred to God as Father. Think about that. In fact, if you go through the Gospels carefully, you will discover he rarely called him God. Though he is God. But he referred to him as Father. Since he is our example 
Maybe there should be a change in your vocabulary. Every time you're just calling him God, well, that's who he is. But when you say Father, that also reveals what he's done in your life. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, Jesus told his disciples, Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That simply means may your name or may you be honored. Jesus did not say that we should recite this prayer word for word like a chant every time we go to church. That's not what he said to do. Some people say, hey, in this church, I've never heard you pray the Lord's Prayer. He didn't tell us to do that. He's, he's simply giving this as an example of how to pray. Amen. God wants sincerity from the heart, not just religious resuscitations and, and, and poetry with your eyes closed. Amen. But the, these words are so familiar to us. We've heard them so often that we are unfazed or unmoved by them. But to Jews living in the first century, this prayer must have been very startling, particularly in the way it begins, by addressing God as Father. In fact, later on in John chapter 5, verse 18, we read this, John 5, 18, this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Think about it. They're ready to kill somebody. Why? Because he not only was breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his father, making himself equal with God. So when the religious leaders of the day, the Jews, uh, the Pharisees, when they criticized Jesus for healing a man on the Sabbath, you know, why did you do this on the Sabbath? He responded, Jesus responded in verse 17 saying, my father is working until now and I'm working. So basically what he's saying is if it's, if it's wrong to heal somebody on the Sabbath, then God the father did wrong because he healed the man through me. Praise the Lord. But when they heard this, Rather than saying, oh, praise the Lord, a man was healed. Isn't that one? God did a miracle through you know, his son. No, when hearing this, the, the Jewish leaders were apoplectic. They, they, were, they were hysterical with rage. Because by calling God his father, he was putting himself on an equal footing with God. We know that Jesus is equal to God. He is the second person of the Trinity. He is God. He is divine. He is deity. God manifested in the flesh. Amen? We know that. But wait a minute. Isn't God our father also? When he was raised from the dead, Jesus said to Mary in John chapter 20, verse 17, but go to my brothers... He's talking to Mary right there at the graveside, right there by the tomb. Go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Is he talking about two different gods? No, with the same God. Hallelujah. Notice, notice Jesus in that verse refers to his disciples as my brothers. Woo. Did you know that? He called, this is, as far as I know, the first time he ever referred to his disciples as my brothers. 
And God is as much our father as he is Jesus's father. He is, much, he is just as much your father as he is Jesus's father. Whew. Think about that. Come on, think about that. Well, wait a minute. Does that mean that we are equal with God? No, you're not God. We can just smell your armpit and we know you are not God. You are not divine, we know that. <laughs> Write that down in your notebook there. <laughs> but, but we are born of God. We have his life and his nature in our spirits through the new birth. And we are members of his family. Through Christ, we have a relationship with God. Jesus has lifted us, lifted us to a place where we can fellowship with the Father. Woo! Think about it. Where we can fellowship. Come on. Some people can't even fellowship in the foyer. God sent his son so that you could fellowship with the father, fellowship with him, hallelujah. And this is what separates Christianity from all the world's religions. This is the one thing religion can never give you. There was a woman named Bilqui Sheikh. Bilqui Sheikh. She was a Muslim woman from a very prominent, wealthy family in Pakistan. When her husband left her, saying that he no longer loved her, she fell into a deep depression. But in her search for answers and meaning in life, God gave her a series of very unusual dreams. All of her dreams pointed her to Jesus, something she had never considered before. So she was, she was stirred and she wanted to know more about Christ. And so she sought the help of local Christians in Pakistan and they encouraged her to read the Bible, which she did. But she was uncertain whether she should believe the Bible or the Quran. With both books lying on the table side by side, she prayed, God, show me which of these two to follow? And she said, I heard a voice speak to me and said, in which of these do you see me as father? She pointed to the Bible and said, this one. Then she whispered in the room, God, you are my father. Something like a Muslim would never say a thing like that. She said it with, with a little more confidence God, you are my father. Then she shouted it out. God, you are my father. All because of Jesus. And she knelt down in the room and began to worship. And she said, I felt a hand touch me, come down on me. And waves of love and peace just flooded my soul. And this woman Bilqui Sheikh spent the rest of her life telling people about the power and the love of Jesus. She wrote a book about her experiences entitled, I Dared to Call Him Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Marvelous testimony. Look at this scripture 
In Matthew chapter 7, verse 11, Matthew 7, 11 says, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Praise the Lord. You know, you could just chew on that scripture verse, that one scripture verse all week long. You could just think about that for the rest of this year. And I'm telling you, life would be different for you. I love those two words. How much more? Oh, I love